Okay, let's continue with the rush. I want to move through. We're going to see the rush. Then we're going to see the aruch. Then we're going to see the Ramam and the Shulchan Aruch. So we have a lot to do in a short amount of time. So it says in the rush, we got a rush. Get it? We got a rush. Okay. So in the rush, page Zion, Os Zion, Tanya. You're, this is the Marsha. So this is going to be the one. It's going to be this one. Yeah. See the rush? Rabbi Osher? Os, Os Zion. Yeah. Good. Os Zion. Yeah. Tanya. See that? Tanya. We're learning Tanya today. Tanya. What's it? Tanya. Tanya. I'll find it eventually. Yeah. It's also the name of my babysitter. Which is kind of weird sometimes. Especially because my last babysitter was Rena, and now I have Tanya. And they're both like six foot black women. So. It's a, big, it's a big Chabad name. Tanya. Do they, do they name women? Tanya and Chabad? No, they don't do that, do they? Anyway. Tanya, I've been Omer, this is just the Gemara, but he's going he's gonna to throw in a little bit of uh, Rashi in a minute. Tanya, I've been Omer, call you my. My entire life, I was bothered over two things. That my tefillah should be close to my bed. Perish. Here we go. Perish. What's the Rush's understanding? That he would never do malacha from the time he got out of his bed until he davened. That's the shot of Tosfos, of course. The Rush very often goes with Tosfos, with the riff. For Rashi Perish. Right? Rashi added, you can't even learn. From the time you get up until you daven. How does he know that? Where did Rashi get that from? Why did you have to jump to that point? Happens to be, I don't think we're going to see inside, but the Pnei Yeshua says, what do you mean? You think if, if a guy, if a person wakes up and he takes upon himself a Kabbalah, I'm not going to do any work to davening. That's, that's so hard. Now, we're, not talk, we're talking about the Torah the time there's phones, okay? What would Abba Miriam have done from the time he got up to Davin? Like, he's going to go to work look, out in the fields and, or whatever else they were doing? That's not Mitzdair. Pani Yeshua gives one of his answers, he says. He says, it, that's how Rashi and the knew that it must have meant something more. That even learning Abba Miriam didn't want to do. That's where he was, there was a, a special Azhara or, or, or it's Mitzdair. Right? Because again, work, but that's so hard. To wake up and not go to work right away? Pinesh says that. <laughs> so the rush goes on. He says, Efshir. Now we saw yesterday what? The, the Rabbeinu Yonah. Tamid did the Rabbeinu Yonah. Wanted to make, a, make it a little bit easier for us. He made a split. What was the split Rabbeinu Yonah made in Rashi? Again, the, the Isser, quote unquote, the Isser that Abin Yaman will not learn before davening. Rabbeinu Yonah said, he split it. He said, there's something that's motor, something that's awesome. What did he say, Remember? Let's recreate the, the neural pathways. <coughs> if he's by himself so learning, that's where he wouldn't do it. But if he was teaching, or we assume part of a class, but he was probably the teacher, then he would be allowed to. Right? The Efshir says the Rosh differently, I think. The person who davens in his base medrash, he's not used to walking to shul. You dive in the base medrash. The ikalamechash for this type of person, like Abba bin Yaman, whose minion was in the base medrash. I guess minion. I don't know. I just said that, but it could be biyachidus. Happens to be it could be biyachidus. Now I'm thinking about it because in the Gemara, even in brachos, 
um, there were two Amorayim who basically said it was more important to daven in a base medrash over base knesses because they learned and daven there. Right, a base medrash is where you learn. Base knesses is usually where you daven. The Gemara says, we'll get there at some point, that it's more important, according to some opinions, to daven in a base medrash because you're going to learn there also if you learn there during the day. To the point, right, I don't remember who it was, they daven be yechidus in their base medrash because it was more important than going to a shul. So it could be that the Rush is referencing such a thing that Abba Ben Yom was someone who davened in his base medrash, could be lavdafka with a minion. But that, that's what they paskined. I'm not saying that I'm not paskined. Don't ask me any questions on that. I don't know yet. We'll see the Shulchan Aruch, but I'm right now in a base medrash. We can just daven up here now. Why? So therefore, if he's davening, this person who's davening in a base medrash and he wouldn't usually go to base knesses, what are we nervous about? He might get caught in his learning. You're in the place of learning. You have all your svarim stacked up high. You get in the sugya. And then you're supposed to be davening, putting in Tals and in 10 minutes. But he might forget. He might misman. This person we're nervous about. So, so Abba Ben Yaman says, for me, this is how the Rosh is learning, maybe in Rashi. For me, who davens in my base medrash, I was very careful not to learn before davening because I might get caught and miss the zman. I mean... For those, for, it's hard for us to even imagine such a thing because we, we can also um, not be so engrossed in our learning that we can even look at the time. But there were tzaddikim who mamish lost track of time. Rebbe tells the mice, no, doesn't Rebbe tell the mice about Rav Tzaddik? When he was standing on top of the, uh, he went up the ladder. No, there's a mice who went up the ladder to, to get some svarim. And he, and he started learning there, and he got so engrossed in learning on top of the ladder because he just wanted to learn that he, he, when he got out of his trance to stop learning, he didn't realize he was on the ladder, and he, he fell down and he broke his leg. Remember this, Maisa? No? I've been Maisa like this. It's not for our... What? You could do it, yeah. They get, they get so into it. They say about, about Ravayashiv. You could be banging on it that he wouldn't even, he wouldn't even pick up his head. Okay. And I'm sure there's today also. They get... They're able to get so engrossed. Last night we were learning Lashonos in, in Rabbi Nachman about thinking. Your mind could be thinking about something. It could be achuz. It could be captivated and enthralled and grabbed by the thing you're thinking. And then it could be dovuk. It could be attached. If your mind gets attached, you're dovuk to Torah. You're, you're really there. You won't hear things. I have a, I have a kid who, who's reading. You know, he likes to read. He cannot hear. It's cr- he cannot hear. You can get right into his face. He won't hear you. If he's in that, everybody's had that before. Uh, there's a guy in my band who plays guitar, yeah. and he literally, once he starts playing, you can look at him and tell him something. I was playing a gig, and on the microphone, I said, stop soloing. Let the other, uh, I promise, there's like 60 people there. I said, stop playing. He's like, what? What? I went to throw my drums together in face. That, that'll get him. It's really scary. It's the weirdest thing, and they're looking at you, and they're like, <laughs> you know, it's a thing with guitar. But some people are really like they go into they go trance. So, so if you have it, side, like yeah, a guy, if someone who's a conducive state, really like, talk about flow. That's crazy. You have to bring up the phones again, but people do it all the time with their phones. Oh, you're saying so, they're just yeah. so enjoying. You talk to him, you get no so, response. Like, so, in the, 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 the muster schmooze, like, forgive me, like a muster schmooze, you know, that the mashkiach would take, say, and say you have to get engrossed in Torah like you get engrossed in your phone. Oh, you're doing it, you know. Okay, there is truth to it, but uh, fine. So that's that's how the rush wants to be to like limit the intensity of what Rashi is saying. 
and therefore it makes it, it makes sense. Rashi is not just asking all Torah. That's not what Rashi meant, right? The Rashi is saying he's being magdir. He's saying it's only in a case where you have a person who davens in his base medrash, him he shouldn't learn. That's what Avinu is saying. That person shouldn't learn before davening. He might get caught in it. Okay, that's what the Rashi says. Good. That's it. That's it. Simple. You okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Now let's go to the page that I printed out over here. This is the Aruch. The Aruch. I don't really know much about him, actually. He's, he's, a, he's a Rishon. They reprinted this Sefer recently. You see sometimes in the, uh, in the Gemara, they'll, they'll quote an Aruch. <coughs> like in the Masaras Hashas on the top. Where there, uh, there were papers. It could be done over yeah, here. Okay. What's this? No, this is the Rukutu Mahal. You got over here? Yeah, take this. Thank you. Okay, so the Aruch, very interesting. Um... He gives three pshatim, fascinating pshatim, and here we go. It's the middle one, clearly. Tilasi samach lemitasi, perish. Okay, three pshatim. Ready? Shelo yeshair li davar malacha laasos. The Rabbi Minyamin was saying he would never leave over a davar malacha, a some work to do. And my heart would be a burden upon me. I'm just trying to translate really literally here. Rather, after my tefillah, I would sit on my bed to eat. Perish one of, of Abinam. What's he saying? At least, we'll just say straight. It seems to be, the pshat is... I wouldn't leave anything over. Which means, which teal is he talking about? Ma'arif. He's not talking about Shachris, like Rashi and Tosas and the Rishonim. At the end of the night, before going to bed, Aruch agrees with you. A thousand years ago, he agrees with you. <coughs> Sorry. That he would never leave over work before davening Ma'arif he would finish all of his work so that when he davened Marv, his heart wouldn't be tarred on the work. Mm. Wow. Which is something that, good luck by Mincha. In other words, he would push off Marv? Or? Yeah. He, therefore, his tefillah would be samach to his bed, meaning it would be as close to sleep as possible so he could finish all of his work. Nice. It, it, makes it shows that, like, you know, makes him human. That he has to... Him. Yeah. We sort of get into that every year of Shabbos, right? Well, I was actually going to bring it up. Well, even even at night, a person should. We learned in the Shulchan Aruch. Now it sounds like you should be doing that every day. We should be doing it every day. The Shulchan Aruch said, and this we saw together in the tour of the Shulchan Aruch, that really, really, you shouldn't daven. You should not daven if you're not going to have kavana, right? Mincha. Anytime you shouldn't daven shona esrei. The Gemara says, "What's that? Let me finish. Let me. I'm I'm just starting. I'm just starting." (laughs) We saw in the Shulchan on the tour, he Those said that he brought from Chazal, from the Gemara Brachas, that one should not damage from an Esrei if he's not going to have Kavana. And then the tour said, Marami Rudenberg said, but since Lamaisa nowadays, <laughs> no one would daven ever. <laughs> so we still do daven if you're not going to have Kavana. Wow. So, but maybe you could say, but, but we have to try. We have to try, right? Daven close to the wall. Try to put yourself in the best position. So try to finish all your work. Mincha might be very difficult, obviously, especially now. But if a person has an option to daven a, f- a four o'clock right now, I don't know, a, f- a five o'clock marif, he's still at work, or he could daven it at nine ten where work's over. If you want to be like Abba Binyamin, 
according to the Aruch, it could it, it makes sense. In in Hilchas Tfila in in your Ashkafa to daven properly, put yourself nizarity right again. This is not. Uh, I mean, we'll see what comes out in Shulchan Aruch. I don't know if they're going to quote the Aruch, but if a person has a head and he wants to daven properly, do your best to put everything, finish everything first. Everybody knows if you dive with something on your head, you're diving with that thing in your head. You're not. You're not. It's. You say the word is one but your head's not going to be there. And no, no, again, that's life. But if we can, we should try. That's that applies the, to learning also. It makes sense then why you wouldn't want to learn before davening. If you're learning and you're in a surgery or whatever, thinking about something, then you go to daven, you're not going to If, you if you're that type of tzaddik who will be thinking about his learning during the davening, right. there is a halacha. What? Are you learning anything? It could be. I mean, I, 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 I can't say I was zochet to so many problems like that. Like how, meaning, it's a big thing. How many people, we're just speaking honestly, how many people after learning this chabura then goes right to davening has been thinking about the, the learning during the davening? You know, it's not common. It's a nice thing. And if, if you're zochet to that, then, but it's not the common. Most people, the learning is the learning. And then when they go to daven, they're okay, like, leaving the learning behind. They're not as captivated. But it's a different Not bad kind of, thing, it's just that's what it is. What? It's a different kind of kavana sitting here learning yeah. and then going to. No, for sure. Group. For sure. We, we learned that, that that's that even. even a, <laughs> going from a group to We learned one even on in. One with a yeah. Yeah. It's a proper yeah. thing. Yeah. Right, we learned that. Nowadays, I, yeah. Well, Belavi is a super cool thing because Belavi, you could turn that limud into a tefillah. Imun and tefillah is Hainoach. It's the same thing. One's just a, an active. So Belavi, I, I don't know. Yeah, no. Belavi. If you daven after learning Belavi, it can be very, very powerful. And that I think people mm-hmm. connect to. That locks you into it. We should do first and then I was going to say, we should do it first, yeah. Fine, we'll do Gemara from 6 to 6.05. From 6.05 to 7. Put on your tefillin, thinking about it. No, he talks about putting the tefillin on. That's okay. Right. That's Peshat number one. Now, he finishes off here. I don't fully know how to, how to explain this. The first part of the Aruch I get, right? He would, take, he would try to finish all of his Malacha and then Davin Marv. But then he adds, I don't know what to do with this. Ella, after I davened, I would sit on my bed and eat. <laughs> By the way, oh, you know what he people, means? That's how people did it. He's not Tashmish. What do you mean? People did it. People in that, their, know, bed, their bed was a multi But why is it over here? Couch, it could be because we learned who brought it up. Yeah, you can't eat. Before. We learned in the Gemara that a person should not come home and say, I'll nap a little, I'll eat a little. Right, and then I'll daven. You know, <coughs> daven first, so he sa- you know. that's what he's saying. You might, someone said, who was it that said? One of the, maybe Marsha or Benyona. Somebody said that you're, how could you, how could you be, this can't be talking about Marv. Oh, that was Benyona. Benyona said, it can't be that this Gemara, Abba Benyona is talking about Marv, that he davened Marv right before his bed because you're not allowed to eat before davening Marv. So casually talking about shacharis. <coughs> That's what Rabbi Yonah said. So, so the Aruch is is bavarning it. He's saying that Abba is exactly saying that thing. I that that was his. That's what he was mitzvah about. <coughs> that he was willing to to daven properly, push away all of his all of his work, and not eat. And after Marv, then he would sit and eat. That's that's what he means. That's what he means. Can you say it's tashmish? No. 
This line? No. It makes a lot more sense. What he's talking about is bed. He's talking about going to sleep, that's what, that's what he means. Okay, that's shot number one. Oh, so that's nice. And, that, and now you can understand it's mitztair. He doesn't say nizharti, like Rashi said. More like halacha, I was careful. No, he was mitztair. I mean, he, he pained himself to not eat until who knows what time of night in order that he can finish everything first. And he done properly. And it even is probably a little bit better, if, for those who know, it's a little bit better to daven on, a, on more of an empty stomach than a full stomach. So daven on a full stomach, you're thinking about your stomach. Yeah. Daven on an empty stomach, you're thinking about God. Yeah, that's the chakras, and that's a different Indian. That's because if they feel weak and they need they need it for the chiyas, it's chinum eat before shabbos. What? I mean, some people like shabbos morning. A lot of people. Yeah, no. So what they say because otherwise, you know, you're supposed to wait till after you. No, so the line that they say by chabad, the line they say is that don't don't daven to eat, eat to daven. But if you have a person who has his head on straight. And his empty stomach is not going to make him think about potatoes and, and <laughs> eggs all day long. That's what he to think about. I, the empty stomach means that you're open to not thinking about your stomach. And you want to daven to Kodesh Baruch Hu, then you have, it's, it's easier. Dabrachar, next, next uh, second line, the, the next pshat. Shetehet filosi kodemis lamitasi. That my, my tefillah would always be right before bed, or it would be before my bed. Shim Akdim Mitasil Tfilasi, if I would precede my bed to my tfilah, Anim Syari Shemate Khatfeni Shaina, the Erdum, the Nimtsasi Yoshim below Tfila. So Abinyam saying, I never took a nap before Davening Mar. Because if I would have my bed, my nap before my Davening, I'm scared that maybe the sleep will get me and I'll fall asleep and I will not wake be able to. We learn this. In that price we had on whether it was a person who comes home from the field, right, shouldn't go eat a little, sleep all this, right, where it's coming from. He shouldn't sleep a little bit, eat a little bit. No, go to the base medjish, learn a little bit, and there's a amount of davening, then davening, then go home and eat and sleep. So that's, the, and now I'm saying, that's what the Aruch is saying. He's bringing back that, that price, and Abba Yaman was saying, that's what, how I lived. I would not eat or sleep until I dive in that I finished all my malach. It's like a completely different way to understand the Gemara. It's almost like Pashit. Like, when we're talking about Chatzitzas, right? You, that's that's the, the wall. But that wasn't no, that but... Wasn't it based on the same thing? Wasn't it based on the, what he said? It was two... I mean, it was two things. Samach Lemitasi and Lefnei Mitasi. So Lefnei Mitasi meant there's no Chatzitzas between the wall. But someone mentioned... Morty mentioned last week... Samach Lemitasi is also an Indian that I would try to make no machitzas between me and davening. Not physically like objects, but I wouldn't have work in way. I wouldn't have eating in the way. Right? It's, so it's, it is a similar thing that even the zman of tefillah, not to have chatzitzas of other things on your mind. Okay? So again, so he wouldn't eat. He wouldn't do any work. He would have everything done. No work. Daven, eat. And also he would never take a nap before. Let's go to the third shot. This one's fascinating. Davar Acher. What does it mean, Tfilasi? I would have my place of davening physically close to my bed. Why? Because Aniyam, poor people, would be present there because of the davening. And I guess what I got. That's what he says. I'm just reading the words. I don't know. Maybe it means that he's going to feed them? I have no idea what it means. Just read the words. Explain it to me. 
Okay. <laughs> Poor people will be will be near. So I saw just this morning. So I'll read it right now in the in the Masifta, you know, Masifta Gemara's. So on the bottom they bring down this aruch, which is great. Amnon ba'aruch. They give the. I see they give the, the pshatim, and then hashlishi the way they write it. I don't remember what it says. Right, that his place of Davin would be close to his bed. Ah, that's the way they translate it. It doesn't mean Mamish's bed. It means his table. Um, they, that's not the, right. So the bed, when Abed Yaman says, I would Davin next to my bed, the third Pshan the Aruch is saying it's not his bed. It meant his Shulchan. Therefore, because when you Davin, Aniyam come to Davin also. And then he could feed them. Then basically be able to help them and feed them. Um, I got the field. That's what he means. That's a. That's a. Wow. Yeah. So me. Sorry, couldn't help out on him. Sorry that he would try to make sure that happens. You always want to dive and make a minion by his shochan. It sounds a little far fetched. Yeah, I don't know where that where that came from. Why did he have to say? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he. After the first two, which seemed very very glad. I don't know why that was needed. What did you say? Maybe that was a thing back in the day to do. I don't know. Okay, but the first two are, are Lamaisa. They're like really Lamaisa. And yeah, we should try to put ourselves in the best position, not to uh, think about work when davening. And we'll see, I mean, some tomorrow we'll go into, just see what the Ramam says, the Shulchan Aruch, and then we'll move on. It seems like if he, if he had an abnormal time to daven, he would need to get a minion. So how do you do that? What if you would add normal time? He's clearly, it seems like he's not davening at the normal zman that other people are davening marv, so he wouldn't be able to get a minion. So how is he getting a minion? Daniyam, who need food, he's like, listen guys. I think the taxi driver. I was thinking about that, like, get the taxi drivers, they're going to marv, 